We're drunk and real, real high on the Spirit of God. It's called Real Christianity. Welcome to Joel's Bar. We're raining from Heavenly Jerusalem, but we broadcast out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, on the north side. You know why? Because Jesus Christ comes out of Nazareth. The ghetto. In the low places, filling the valleys with milk in the ghetto, in the slums, in the darkest places, our light shines the brightest. Mm-hmm. And that's what God's doing. He's raising up his sons and daughters from the darkest places in the world. The places of the most potent sorcery of the great red dragon, Lucifer. Those places like the United States of America. <laughs> uh, I've traveled all over North America, quite extensively. The islands all over the Caribbean, from Anchorage to Miami, from New York to San Diego, down to all over Mexico. And it's just wild, the sorcery that we have to deal with in Babylon the Great. Sorcery is also called sin. In the book of Revelation, it doesn't use the term sin. It uses the term sorcery, because just like in the book of Revelation, it doesn't use the term Holy Spirit. It uses the term seven spirits of God, because our brother John, our brother John wanted to perfectly teach us the ways of God. So if you understand sin as sorcery, you're ahead of the game, because there's only really two substances in this entire world of spirit life, okay? There's a spirit world and there's a natural world. The spirit world has fallen angels in it and it has some good angels in it and every single human being is in the spirit world even if they don't realize it. When they don't realize they're a spirit being, say their spirit is a dead spirit because their spirit's in darkness, and so they're just living like a human body, like a flesh, like a meat sack. Satan and the angels that fell control that person while they're in darkness. That is called sorcery and sin, the curse of the fall, the fall of Adam and Eve, and they came under the fall of Lucifer and his angels. True story. That is the great red dragon and the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. Now that is sin, and there's a tremendous amount of sin in the world. We look at it every day. And I walk in the Holy Ghost so strong that everything in everyone's soul always comes to the surface of their face any time they're within a proximity of me. This has been going on for many, many years, and I'm really not that special of a guy. I just love Jesus. You know, any Christian can walk in this. Seriously, this is for everybody. It's just called Christianity, walking with the Father in the coolness of the day. This isn't just for special people. You're all special. You're a holy nation, a royal priesthood. Understand, you are all the temples of the Holy Spirit who's already in you. You don't get more from the outside. You develop the seed that came in your hearts from the inside out. Since you're the temple, your heart is the holy place, your soul is the inner court and your body is the outer court and the brain is part of the body your brain is actually your outer court 
So the main problem with everyone in the world is they live from the outer court, including like 99.99% of all Christians, they live from the outer court of their brain inward. And that's why they're always looking for more, you know, got to find it out there. Where's God at, you know, when he's right there inside your heart? You just got to grow that seed of faith, the incorruptible seed of the word of God you've been born again of. Amen? First John says, you've been born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of God that cannot sin. So God's not out there. Step one is recognizing the fullness of deity is already inside your bodily form. And it's just a bodily form. It's literally, like the Apostle Peter calls it, a jar of clay. An earthen vessel. Okay? So we, we think the meat sack and the brain is a big deal. God said in John chapter 6, the flesh and the skull and the brain count for nothing. Zero. John chapter 6, the flesh count for nothing. That's what's written in the Bible. The most important thing is the holy place of our hearts where we believe out of our hearts proceed the river of life and out of our hearts proceed all the issues of life it is written so if that's where the source of our life is from inside our hearts which is actually if you look inside there you'll find the holy of holies I'm not talking about the Holy of Holies of Solomon's Temple I'm talking about the Holy of Holies of heavenly Jerusalem Mount Zion, the city of God the King, where Jesus Christ is seated right now in all glory at the right hand of the Father, surrounded by 24 elders, with 12 pearl gates that He wants all of our souls to enter so that we're not under the magic spell of Babylon. As it's written, those who practice magic are outside the city gates. Magic is starlight, using creator stolen starlight which is simply the light of the stars and the moon do you understand penny yeah what's going on yeah they say you look drunk and high what are you in an ecstasy what's going on over there drunk and real high on the spirit of god you guys say it funny like that too well it's the worship song we sing if you didn't get the message earlier it's my wife penny we do red letter like ministries penny. We are Red Letter Ministries. I love the Holy Ghost. And I like watching you drunk during the broadcast. Every day. On the Holy Ghost. Every day is just a deeper into into the sauce, into heaven, into that that oneness with Christ. Mm. And as I go deeper, <laughs> and that just means that Glory. whatever darkness that is trying to stick around whatever death is trying to stick around me just gets purged out and purified I gotta get her involved while I'm talking because I can just feel all the energy and stuff going around in the soul realm and so it just if there's any soul in the room the father is jealous to consume their brains like a root system for the tree of life and literally the breath of life goes up their nose gates their nostrils and in their mouth gate and takes root in all their flesh the roots of David and the bright morning star is what Jesus Christ is, the Messiah. 
That's what's written in Revelation chapter 22. So anytime there's a soul around me, I feel the jealous, consuming passion and compassion of the Father to possess their souls with the seven spirits of God, which is the root system of the tree of life. And so the kingdom advances not just in word, but in spirit life. And the spirit life is the Ruach HaKadosh, the breath of the Almighty. God breathed into Adam's nostrils, and he became a living being. He was not a human being, a living being. Okay, there was no death in him. His brain, he didn't even know he had a brain. There's a revelation. I guarantee it on the blood of the Lamb. Adam and Eve didn't even know they had bodies until they gave up the ghost. Until they came out of the glory of God, because they were walking in the bright morning star in the full glory and splendor of the Almighty. And they gave it up for the lives of Lucifer, the serpent in the garden, that ancient dragon, Satan. And they listened to his words, and they got religious. Adam and Eve fell because of religion, the very thing that's killing almost all Christians in the world today. True story. They got information for their brains Instead of all of the seven spirits of God that was already flowing through them. They were filled and full with the Godhead. And Satan lied to them and told them that there was more outside of what they were currently experiencing and had inside them. And they believed the devil and forfeited the glory and disobeyed God and went into Satan's kingdom. And since then, all mankind has been under the fallen angels. It's true. To this very moment, most nations are still under what are called angelic principalities, angelic powers, angelic thrones, and angelic dominions. The Apostle Paul talks about this extensively in his epistles. Principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions of spiritual wickedness in high places. So until we have our spirit sized bigger than the devil... Until our angelic spirit life, and I'm dealing with so much stuff during this broadcast, man, I can feel it. Holy Ghost, just strike down the demons and the nations and everyone listening around their atmosphere, just clear it up, Holy Ghost. Strike out demons by the seven spirits of God. We cleanse atmospheres over cities. By the seven spirits of God, we demolish all the strongholds of angelic principalities, angelic powers, angelic thrones, and angelic dominions of the great red dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. We do this with the full authority of the throne of Jesus Christ. We do this with all the dominion and the might of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and the omnipotence and the omniscience and the omnipresence of the seven spirits of God. Amen. Just clear it up. Because we're taking so much new territory as the kingdom company. And not just in the outer court, not just the inner court, but the throne room company. The holy of holies people who are perfect as their Father in heaven is perfect. Now that doesn't mean they'll be perfectly articulate as they speak. You know why? Because oftentimes when the spirit word, the double-edged sword comes out of my mouth, I'm going through the demons and the sorcery as I speak, and there's a conflict right in the middle of the air. 
dealing with Leviathan, so often I'll be speaking right into people and they'll hear something different than I said. That's called the principality of Leviathan, the word twister, who keeps them confused in sorcery. I mean, it's happened with, like, every person I know. Like, I'll be saying the most perfect revelation straight from the throne with the seven spirits of God blazing through my face. And they they can't even hear a single word I'm saying to them because the demons have got them so bound up in their souls and their unrenewed minds. And so you need a sharp, double-edged sword of the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ who loves you to circumcise your minds and flood you with grace and love and peace of the seven spirits of God, the great Holy Ghost from Mount Zion, and to fill your souls with life and love and freedom so that you can have heaven on earth and no religion and no rebellion and no magic and no lust and you'll just be so content being filled with the Godhead. The discontentment is demonic energy, demonic activity. Godliness with contentment is great gain. That carried on the stick, Satan always tempts the Christians. I see it every day, and he does it to me all the time. And you just got to learn to reject the temptations of the demons. Those fiery arrows. Because you have the full armor of God on, we're wrapped in the glory of God. Because we have the Spirit of glory, the Holy Ghost, and the seven spirits of God. We cannot lose in the power, authority, dominion, and might of the seven spirits of God. We cannot lose Christians of the entire world. Army of the living God. We cannot lose if we are fully possessed and dependent on the seven spirits of God. We will be victorious over demons, victorious over lust, victorious over sorcery, Victorious over the beast, victorious over the false prophet, victorious over the great red dragon, and victorious over everything in this world, you great overcomers of the end times. Blessed are they who overcome and conquer, for for God will grant them to sit with Him on His throne, and they will dash the nations to pieces like pottery. The nations symbolize all the darkness covering nations. That's the angelic principalities and powers and thrones and dominions of spiritual wickedness that's got people all bound up in their brains and religion. I mean, all religions. You know, we want to pick on Islam, but I see it every day in Christians. The same darkness is in all religions. God is not a religious guy at all! There is zero religion in Jesus. He's a life-giving spirit. It was the religious that murdered him. He is a life-giving spirit. The second Adam is a life-giving spirit. It is written. Religion is enemy number one, always playing tricks on your mind with pride. It's called the pride of knowledge. It's the tree that Adam and Eve ate from and fell 6,000 years ago now. 
spend 6,000 years, spend six days, every single one of us, from Nepal, from Indonesia, from the Philippines, from every nation, tribe, and tongue, South Africa, the USA, it's just every nation is here. Every nation goes back to the first man. It's true. There was a first man. There was stuff in the demonic going on before Adam. But that wasn't God. God created Adam and Eve and placed them in the garden. They were created in the image of God. We all have the same ancient father and ancient mother. I tell you the truth. It is true. We can all trace our DNA back to Adam. There's been mixtures since, yeah, and there's been corruption with demons, there's been corruption with fallen angels, there's been corruption with different things that were pre-Adam, no doubt about it. But the thing about it is, we got at least a billion people here that are going to have unity of the brethren in the great Holy Spirit now, waking up called the living. Jesus Christ is the Lord of all the living. And I'm speaking to the living in the whole world tonight. And we will have unity of the brethren in the Holy Spirit because we all have the same Lord. We all have the same Creator. We all have the same Savior. His name is Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And He is the King of the Jews. But when His flesh was torn, the dividing wall between Jew and Gentile disappeared. And now we're just one human flesh. That's how God sees things. He sees you as individual souls, like gemstones. This is how the Father sees. This is how the seven eyes of the seven spirits of God of Revelation 5-6 sees with the vision of the great white eagle, the spirit of prophecy. This is how you see. Every single soul is a gemstone, like a castle, with seven interior mansions. And each mansion of the interior gemstone castle is fit perfectly for the seven spirits of God. So it's seven inside of seven. Every human soul, every single one of you at the sound of my voice, has an interior castle like a gemstone. It's true. That's your soul. It's an eternal soul, whether it goes on forever in heaven or hell. You can fill the soul with sorcery. You can fill the soul with lies. Or you can fill the soul with the seven spirits of God and have a great awakening. And that's what's going to happen. Because there are millions of people that want God, that want Jesus, that want the kingdom to come, His will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I tell you the truth, and two-thirds of the angels didn't fall. We have more angel power than Satan does. We have more power than the great red dragon Lucifer. We do. So much more. It is creator versus created. Now everything created is like dust and dirt. So if we trust in that which is created, we're trusting in the dust of the earth that was given to the serpent in the fall story of Genesis. And that's why the Christians have so many problems is because so many of us have so little faith to trust the Creator over the created. People trust in money. People trust in family. They trust in their mom and dad. They trust in their brother and sister. The only thing legal is to trust in God. 
<laughs> right? The Holy Ghost, not Lucifer. Not the in God we trust on your one dollar bill. Filthy lucre, unrighteous mammon. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Because you know who put that on there is Freemasons. Their God is Lucifer. I've known dozens of them. They just openly worship Lucifer. You go to the Freemason library in Washington, D.C., it's a library about the fallen angels and how to become a sorcerer and have relationship with demons. These were a lot of your founding fathers. These are so many people involved in politics and so many people involved in every area of the high places of the seven mountains of Babylon the Great. There's four million Freemasons. Satan calls them his sons. The sons and daughters of Lucifer have been here. They're the high place rulers over the mountains, the elitists, the George Soroses, the people that don't care about you, they just want to control you and use you like peasants and slaves, especially in the third world nations. It's true. And I come out of that. I come out of that potent sorcery. I come out of terrible manipulation. That's why I hate manipulation. I hate lies. When I got saved out of darkness, I was the worst manipulator I'd ever met. And I've hung around every mafia. I've hung around the cartels. I've hung around every gang that exists in America. I've hung around MS-13. I've hung around all of that. I've seen people's heads blown off five feet away from me twice. Seen a hundred drive-by shootings in the last nine years living in this house. Machine gun fights where I'll go out in my alley behind where we're broadcasting right now and there's hundreds of spent cartridges and I'll call the cops and they won't even show up because we're in the ghetto, baby. Now it's changed. It's cleaned up over the years because, <laughs> because we're here. Because the sons of God are manifesting and actually light is stronger than darkness and the knowledge of evil is fading because of the glory not because of the knowledge of good. Nothing churchy, nothing religious, nothing in the brain. The brain is the outer court, the brain is the flesh that counts for nothing as it's written in John 6. None of that works against angels. Every day you need to have the attitude, let the best angel win. Because when you're in angel Yahweh, the angel of the Lord, the uncreated angel, Jesus Christ, the life-giving spirit, the second Adam, the word spirit, every single time in Greek, in Hebrew, from Genesis to Revelation, is the word angel. We want to say sprite. You know, maybe it's like a little fairy. You know, spirit. It's just a formless void because if we say angel, we put a personality on it, we put a soul on it, and we think Lucifer because we're in sorcery of religion and we've been lied to our whole lives. <laughs> Because most Christians have more faith in the devil to deceive them than the seven spirits of God to enlighten them, to illuminate them, which will, in turn, ironically, destroy the Illuminati, <laughs> which just means illuminated ones are Luciferians. And listen, guys, Luciferians are everywhere. And I don't know why I say Luciferian. Maybe I'm thinking Rastafarian because it's all garbage to me. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> and it's funny, and it's good to mock your enemies. You never take this stuff so serious, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Actually, you should be rolling in laughter, mocking your enemies, like the prophet Elijah. 
If you're ever all serious, like, oh, the warfare is so strong, I'm losing witchcraft, witchcraft. Man, the witchcraft has you. You gotta be lighthearted like a child to win these battles, dude. You gotta have the full armor of God on, which is entering the kingdom like a child, being wrapped in heavenly Jerusalem. Man, woman, kid, child. <laughs> yeah. Amen. I saw this little girl today, and she's just like bouncing and laughing, and bouncing and laughing. I'm just like. And not being a goofy technon yeah, either. The, the goofy technons, which technon is the Greek word in the New Testament for immature baby Christians sucking at the bottle because they haven't renewed their minds yet, which is the goofball case of millions of Christians. The revelation was she is so carefree. She has no bondage on her. She isn't like... And that's the thing is all your cares are not yours. They're the father's. He's a man-child. Jesus Christ, yeah. the Son of God. That's what childlikeness is. Our Lord, our King, our Savior, and our Husband is a man-child. That's the term in the book of Revelation. He's the man-child. And we are in Him. And unless we are men and women children with our inner child alive and not dead because of the sorcery killing us, so we're all serious in life, unless our inner child's alive, there's no possibility of actually being the real body of the man-child called the body of Christ. We say body of Christ, talky-talky, but we don't have walky-walky. We need more walky-talkies and less talky-talkies so that we can actually demonstrate being glorified in the man-child body called the body of Christ. We have religiousized so many terms in the New Testament to the point that they're powerless. A form of godliness that denies the power thereof. That's what the sorcery of the dragon's religion has done in America. So that all the Christians are working out of their brains. That's called strange fire. Like the sons of Aaron in Leviticus chapter 10 who offered strange fire to the Ark of the Covenant and fire came out and smote them. And they were commanded... Those were the sons of Aaron. God the Father commanded Moses and Aaron to tell the people, do not mourn over their corpses. Send them outside the camp so they can be eaten by vultures. Oh, that's Old Covenant, Brandon. That's all. In the New Covenant, in the book of Revelation, the last book of the New Covenant 27 books, you got something called the book of Revelation. You need to read it. It says, where death is, there the vultures will gather. Where the body lies, dead. These are the dead Christians. These are the sorcery-filled religious souls who think they're Christians but are nothing but a bunch of goats and tares and foolish virgins. There the vultures will gather, and the vultures are called Satan and his angels who will eat their flesh since they're carnal Christians. That doesn't belong to God. That ain't God. <laughs> so much of this crap in the United States that's called Christian. I'd say 99% of it of Christianity as you know it. Charismatic Christians, Pentecostal Christians, Evangelical Christians. 99% of what you call Christianity will be eaten by Satan and his angels. The only person who ever won a war in the entire Bible was the Lord. Which means, unless it's 
angel Yahweh and the seven spirits of God, the lion of the tribe of Judah, unless it's the seven spirits of God, it's going to be shaken away. Because everything that can be shaken is being shaken already every day. That's why like so many people are just losing everywhere. And a couple people are starting to rise up called the champions of Mount Zion, the sons of God, the daughters of Zion, who fully depend and rely on the seven spirits of God so that the true leadership of the body of the man-child can be demonstrated on public display, like Moses and Aaron. You got all these chumps out there that are the hirelings that do it for money, and then you got the real pastors. You got the real shepherds of God's flock, the body of the man-child, the living of all the earth that actually laid their life down for the flock, they're the most mistreated Christians in the world! Especially in America. They hate our guts. Dozens of fake, phony, hireling ministries have sued us, smeared every lie across the internet about us, anything to destroy the true heart of the chief shepherd who soon shall appear. Because when you're the real deal, serving people from the bottom of the barrel, not caring about your life, the ox threshes and knows not why, just in the dirt, threshing, 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 threshing every heart. So many ungrateful hearts. So many people just looking at the, the fake, phony hirelings on television and on the pulpits and in the churches and all the high places of Babylon thinking that's leadership in Christianity, when the true leadership has always been in the dirt, plowing hearts in the ox of God nature. In the horn-like appearance that shone on Moses' face when he came down the mountain burning with the Ten Commandments. And they were out there playing in the sand, all of them whoring themselves to demons, which is the vast majority of Christians to this very moment. And God's a spirit, and so are His sons. I'm here as an angel. I walk as an angel, not a man, every day for many, many years. Just called a Hueus, mature Christian, a son of God. Because your spirit, born again nature, is 100% angelic. And you just develop it by eating the bread and drinking the wine of the new covenant. You know, it's just called obedience, faithfulness, loyalty. Faithful and true to the Word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords. And it just exposes everything fake, everything Babylon, everything Matrix, everything of the programming of the liar. And the great red dragon has buried the nations in lies. So it's like they'll never find the truth. There's been a thousands and tens of thousands of ministers I don't think hardly any of them have said the stuff I say. But they come around in every style, you know, it's, it's the hip youth group pastor, you know, with the disco light and plays the cool music and just every little thing and to harden people's hearts, to lock them in their brains so they all feel like they've seen it, done it, been there, bought the t-shirt. So when the real deal comes to the surface, they've hardened their hearts unto death. That was Satan's strategy against the sons of God in this generation. And you know what? To this moment, it's very much worked. Because these people's hearts are so hard towards us. 
some nations are soft towards us. Like, it's just shocking because we've been with like 300 people, like a Gideon's 300, for years in the USA as the underground church of the United States of America. I tell you the truth. We've had a group, a core group. Some have come and gone, but it's been a core group of real disciples of the kingdom, real sons of God, of 300. I've been looking, been watching, I've been training in the army of the Lord for years with 100% intensity from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ every single day for many years. And it's been 300, 300, 300. And then all of a sudden it opens up and it's the whole world. For the last two weeks, we've done 5 million the last two weeks. We've touched 5 million. Every week before that, it's been 300 for nine years. Yeah, we did a Vice documentary, but that was mostly persecution, just people making fun of us. Very few people take the things of the Spirit seriously in the world. But it's amazing now. The Lord of the harvest has prepared so many hearts. There's people that genuinely love Jesus in the whole world. And I know a lot of Americans will repent later on, but as far as the core, as far as the government of God is concerned, and the lords, and the kings, and the ones that will be great in the kingdom, most of them are already picked and already chosen because everyone's had ample time to react in their hearts to where they will be for eternity. Many people have seen the perfection of Zion and Yahweh shining forth and have decided in their hearts how close to the throne or how distant from the throne they will be. Because you're not held accountable until you see the perfection of the throne of God manifest in the sons of God by the seven spirits of God on earth. But after you have been exposed to it, as all of you have for many years at Red Letter Ministries, I tell you no lie. How people get close or distance is actually people determining, determining their eternal position in the kingdom. That's a hard word, but it's the truth anyhow. Very important, because that's exactly what's happening now in the Great Harvest. We've got a 300 core, no doubt about it. And they're in Australia, they're in the UK, we got some people in Canada, we got some people all over the US, I'm telling you. The entire purpose of the audible voice of God that created this ministry in 2006, where God the Father spoke in my car when I was planning on being a youth pastor in the Assemblies of God, and God said, uh-uh, you're going to pastor cities and nations, you're going to call your ministry the Red Letter Ministry, and it will be my ministry. That's what God said. The entire purpose of that, since the creation of this in 2006, has been to train the government of God over all creation. It's true. Like a Gideon's 300. I remember at Band of Brothers, at Substance Church, when I was an inner city missionary in the early days of Red Letter Ministries, working the streets eight hours a day, just wild, every single day on the streets doing evangelism. It was wonderful. For 18 months I did that. We had a men's group with this church plant that was called Band of Brothers. And I'd be praying in tongues, I'd be fasting eight hours a day praying, listening to the Bible 24-7 on audio Bible. Still been doing that for 11 years straight. <laughs> Glory to God. And the Lord said, this is Gideon's 300. And you know, and he says stuff, and it's like a treasure, and it's like a gift that comes down from the Father, and it has to be unwrapped, and you kind of just put it in your spirit, just put it in your belly, you just put it in right in your heart. 
and you just let it grow and the gift is manifest and you begin to understand what the Father said. It's Some stuff the Father said to me has taken many years to unravel and understand. He might put something right in your belly, put it right in your spirit like a gift that comes down from the Father of Lights, every good and perfect gift. He'll put it in you, but then it grows. Everything God puts in you is as seed. He's a gardener. He's a vine dresser. He doesn't put it, give it to you in full form. He puts it in embryonic seed form, so it has to be developed and grown by drinking and depending upon the river of life, which causes every gift that God's put in you to grow and be magnified. So you can be a good steward with the talents He's placed in your spirit. Amen. That's how you grow as a kingdom person. That's how you grow as an angel, as a spirit being, an angel being, or as a Christian, a Christ one. No longer a human being, a Christ being. Is the centrality of our heart Lucifer? It is if we're human beings. Is the centrality of our heart Christ? Now we're Christ ones, Christians. That's what it means to be a Christian. The centrality of your life source, your light and your life, and every all the energy that you run on is no longer the great red dragon when you were a sinner, when you were a human being, but is now the living God. Now you are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Now you are the sons of God. Now your hearts are the holy place of the Holy Spirit, the seven spirits of God. And the roots of David have taken over your hearts so that the tree of life can grow through your souls and the leaves of that tree are the healing of the nations. Amen? It's a lot of strong meat for the mature. Hope you guys can eat it. We have tons of glory school and free resources available on our podcast. You can search it on iTunes, Joel's Bar Drunken Glory Podcast. Tons of meat. And then we have a glory school. Everything we do is free. We live off of donations in the ghetto here and all of the broadcasts and advertisements and sowing to the nations. Everything's free and it's all funded by cheerful givers. God loves cheerful givers. So by cheerful givers, we're able to present to you the 2016 glory school for download. It's 183 MP3s. It will totally glorify your souls. We don't have any time to waste on strange fire. We do zero dead works, zero religion, zero rebellion, 100% the throne room of the living God alone. Because we're overcomers. We're the real deal tested on every level of our being. Sin-free, a spotless bride, and you will be too, because our words are the full impartation of our spirit life and our renewed minds, our soul life, so that you can walk with the Father in the coolness of the day in the highway of holiness and your feet feel like manifest lightning with every step through your physical bodies. It is so real. You will raise the dead, you will heal the sick, you will drive out demons, and you will preach jubilee because you are a holy nation and a royal priesthood, body of Christ of all nations, in Jesus' name. If you'd like to donate and partner and help us spread this message throughout the whole world, you can write us and mail us at Red Letter Ministries, P.O. Box 18188, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55418, USA, or donate online at redlettermin.com, and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.